You're listening to Soul Talk, conversations with fascinating people on their relationship with spirituality. I'm your host, Holly Azapati. Well, hello, friends. Surprise! Didn't think you were getting rid of me that quick, did you? <laughs> this is a little bit uh, different this time around as the final wrap-up for Season 1 of Soul Talk. I'm actually taking things solo Uh And it's a little bit different because the entire season one of Salt Talk and the interviews with these beautiful guests that you've come to know and love as much as I do, they were pre-recorded from August 2020 to, I'd say, about February 2021. So I had lots of time to finesse, to edit and to plan the rollout of the entire season. Now, the difference between how season one worked and how I'm choosing to close close season one is this is a little solo app. This is me sharing all that's unfolded for me. Uh, Probably, let's say the duration of recording season one of Soul Talk and right now as we we close it, as it comes to an end. And there's been much that has gone down in my world, some of which you may be aware of and some of which you likely won't be. And I thought that it would make sense for me to riff a little bit around the lessons that I've learned (laughs) in this experience, but in the greater context of what's come up for me in owning my voice through having a platform where people are literally listening to what it is you and your guests have to share. And Soul Talk has been a really beautiful gift for me in allowing the amplification of voices that maybe don't have a platform or a community or I say inverted commas, a following uh, that maybe their stories deserve. It's been really rewarding for me to be able to amplify those stories. And it's something that I hope to continue to do in many seasons to come. But today's episode really is me unscripted, unprompted, literally whatever's going to fall out of my mouth is what you're going to get. And I just am really selfishly in a way taking this opportunity as, I guess, a stretch for me in owning the challenges I've been navigating in the context of owning my voice. Now, it's not lost on me that the community I have built in my work life has largely been backing me and connecting with me because of the words I have to share and the truths that I hold on my heart. And to be honest, I have felt muzzled for a long time. Emotion might come up in this actually. And truly, I didn't plan on this episode up until probably 10 minutes prior to me jumping on recording. I I'm writing my first book at the moment, which you may or may not know. I'm very excited. I can share more about the topic of that another time. And this process of putting not pen to paper, metaphoric pen to paper, um, but this process of actually showing up and owning the words I have to share has been in a lot of ways beautifully encouraging and exactly where I know I mean, I'm, I need to be. Writing is my first love. It's what I studied. I've always known that I would be an author at some point. But what's been really interesting are the challenges that are coming up for me are actually the capacity for 
my message to be received by the masses, by more people than are currently in my community. And I was talking to one of my friends this morning around how I've noticed this really curious thing. And it's obviously a subconscious patterning in my own energy that we unpicked together and I'm still sitting with. And that is my community on particularly in the context of Instagram right now I'm talking, my community has stayed at a certain number for over a year now. And that's not to say I'm not having more people have eyes on my community and and join me, Um, but similarly and around the exact same amount are falling away, which is totally fine, but it also doesn't really make sense logically. Uh, What does make sense is there is this energetic block I'm holding on to where I'm not allowing myself to be received at the next level that I know deep down I desire. I desire people to listen, more and more people to listen to Soul Talk. I feel these stories are so important to be heard. I desire people to have their eyes on my books when they, you know, are on the shelves. But I know there's a subconscious block that I am capping my potential for my words to be received. And this all started around the time that I stopped showing up fully in my truest vulnerable expression. Now, when I realized this this morning, I sat and did my own self-clearing practice. I'm very, very grateful that I have learned how to do energetic clearing on myself. And the themes that were coming up for me are I'm holding myself back from fully owning my messages and my voice through fear of being persecuted, ostracized, criticized and publicly shamed. And in fact, one of the statement clears that I cleared on myself this morning was I am okay with being publicly shamed. Now that statement alone, I don't know about you guys, but it's enough to send my physical nervous system into shock. It's like, oh my God, the danger that that ripples through my system. And the reason that I think it's so it's become so apparent for me is that I have experienced, I say with a giggle, um, my fair share of public shaming. Uh, It's part and parcel of having a platform where people feel they are entitled to criticise you. And for the most part, the public shaming that I've been open to uh, has been shaming around my physical body. So I've had many a woman and man uh, criticise the way that I physically am, uh, all sorts of things, and we don't have to get into that. That's, that's maybe a story another time. But I've done so much work energetically, kinesiology work, my own limiting beliefs and behaviours, root clears, you name it, on the body image stuff, that when that shaming arises now, although it hasn't in a long time because I really have cleared it, It doesn't rattle me anymore. Maybe for a brief moment it does and then I'm able to get on with it, which is amazing. What actually challenges me more is when the shaming occurs from people that you know and potentially have loved in the past or had a connection with in the past or when I guess there is this wave of, I say in inverted commas, the woke police 
You feel that your every move is being watched. And for me, I haven't wanted to step a foot wrong, even unintentionally, through fear of being cancelled. <laughs> and it's enough to make me laugh because it sounds ridiculous, right? Okay, we're really, really being scared of cancel culture right now, but it's more than that. It's like this collective heaviness of I don't want to say the wrong thing. And for me, it's because I actually don't want to upset anybody. And that's something that in itself I'm unraveling right now. The people pleaser in me, um, the good girl in me, I say in inverted commas, never stepping a foot wrong, never rocking the boat. And the fact that I have a Libra moon and I can see all sides of all stories of Gemini rising as well. I can literally see all of the sides all the time. And so in a day and age where there are a lot of opinions being thrown around on the internet, everyone has an opinion and everyone feels the need to vocalize theirs. I've done the exact opposite. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong of me. I feel that there's a time and place for sharing your opinions and what you're moving through and actually integrating and embodying before you share. That I'm here for. And I'm actually proud of myself in the way that I've shifted into not being as leaky in my energy and having to have an opinion and a statement for every single thing that's going on. I'm also incredibly conscious of virtue signaling. And what I mean by that is jumping on every single cause and challenge in the world to appear to be a good person uh, when there's many things that are done behind the scenes that actually don't need airtime if you don't feel comfortable in giving it airtime. At the end of last year, I was criticized on a public platform for cultural appropriation. And I actually feel a lot of the discussion was warranted. But the challenge that I had with that was I was never (laughs) invited into the conversation. Uh, The intention of the conversation itself for me didn't feel uh, pure. Uh, It felt... um, It was verging on bullying, to be honest. It was, to be perfectly honest, it was verging on bullying in my experience of it. And rather than, rather than put a voice to what my personal experience that time was, I hid. I hid my voice. I, I removed myself from Instagram for, I think, about two months. I'd already previously removed myself, but that just, I was terrified. I was terrified of going back on a platform that once felt really safe to have open expression because it didn't feel that I would be able to share my point of view without being further ostracised. And whether that be right or wrong, I'm really just speaking to my personal experience of this. That has been a really tough occurrence for me to navigate given that my intention with things is always so pure and I really try not to rock boats. I really try to be PC, to keep the peace, to not upset anyone. And even in doing that, even in waving the good girl flag, I received criticism. And I receive criticism on my integrity. And my integrity, like, I mean, come at my boobs, come at my physical body. But when you criticize my integrity, it, it really stings, really hurts because uh, it's a value that I hold so dearly to me. And uh, also 
I appreciate open forums of conversation, um, but not shaming, not bullying, not not criticizing, even when someone in your experience is doing something that you disagree with or something that you consider wrong or shameful. And this is what I'm seeing at a mass scale right now, and I'm sure you all can agree. We are in a great divide at the moment, right? There are two very clear parties of opinion and life experience going back and forth. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm clearly talking about the state of the world that we're in right now um, with COVID, with the virus, with vaccines, with all of it, lockdowns, all of it. And this has further amplified my fear of speaking out on anything because of this great divide. And what I'm seeing is actually both extremes, both sides of the story. Firstly, there's no room for middle ground because if you sit middle ground, you are shamed. You're being told that to be silent is to be compliant um, and that, you know, you're a coward if you're not speaking up. Um, All of these labels of judgment, 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 judgment. Uh, And then there's further division when we're not able to actually step back, remove our ego from the discussion, from the conversation, and actually just objectively view, okay, how do I feel about this personally without any outside noise? And that's where I've been really stuck, to be honest, because I do most things in my life from love and from intuition, right? What I feel. And it's so hard to drop into what you're feeling when there are these conflicting, opposing, noisy sides that are so uh, fueled by, and I've got to say rightfully so, anger, frustration, confusion, fear, very rightfully so. And and also I'm not above it. Like I'm sitting in anger. It's my mum's birthday today. She's meant to be up here staying with us. Instead, she's locked down on her own, second birthday in a row. It's not okay in my eyes. But rather than us transmuting these feelings, we're, we're wallowing in them, Yeah. We're sitting in them and we're finding reason to be more angry, more outraged, more loud, more. (sighs) I don't have answers here. But what I do know is the louder we shout at one another, the further we're stepping away from our own truth. And just because we feel or know something to be true for us doesn't mean it's truth for every person. Believe it or not, that doesn't make people ignorant, sheep, stupid. Casting these labels, and I'm guilty of it too, is just furthering the divide. How can we show up despite show up despite the the anger, the frustration, the grief, the the annoyance, the judging our friends, the disparity in family relationships? How can we show up despite in love as best we can? Now, that doesn't mean we're bypassing the pain, the suffering, and all of the things that are occurring on both sides. It just means that we're choosing to put ourselves first. Yeah. 
It means that we're choosing our own well-being energetically, emotionally, and physically in each moment. We're going, okay, I can see the state of the world right now. I can see that there are conflicting ideals and there's a lot I feel passionately about. What can I do for me right now to nurture me? Now, it's likely no coincidence that I'm having these messages come through in cancer season, cancer, the great mother. Yeah, how can we mother ourselves? How can you create nurturing practices in your day so that your nervous system feels safe, even in a collective energy that is fueled at the moment by us not feeling safe? And I do believe that fear is the virus here. Like fear is what is creating this divide even further. And it's very, very hard to see things from a lens of love when collective energy is so heavy. Heavy. I haven't spoken to any of this because I have been so afraid of being shamed, being cancelled, being criticised. Uh, but if now isn't a time to... Start to challenge the areas of limiting belief that are holding you back from actually stepping into your fullest alignment. And I don't know when he is, to be honest. <laughs> now is the time for us to peacefully, as best we can, own our truth knowing that that doesn't actually mean that you need to cast judgment on others for owning theirs. And just because you shout the loudest doesn't make you right or wrong. It just means you're louder. <laughs> I don't know if any of this has made any sense, but it's just what I've been sitting with for quite some time. And I feel that it's fitting for me to close season one of Soul Talk in speaking directly from my soul to yours. And I'm really inspired by the brave, the brave guests I had in this season who showed up in their truth despite, and it inspired me to do the same. So, beautiful listener, on that note, where can you show up in your truth despite? Where is fear of shaming holding you back from owning what is true in your heart? Knowing that what is true in your heart doesn't need to be for every person because it's about you and your truth and your heart. And that is enough. Yeah. I say this with a quivering voice and shaking hands, but trusting that how are we going to get through this together to kind of start to close in that great divide is more of us speaking our truth from a place of embodied love. I'm not, I'm not speaking these words to convince any of you of anything. I'm speaking them because they're what's true on my heart and in my experience right in this moment. And who knows, they're likely going to change because I'm a mass contradiction and that's part of the human in me. So some food for thought as I say thank you for listening to season one of Soul Talk. It's been such a beautiful gift to receive all of your 
beautiful feedback. I will be back for season two. At some point, I'm in no rush. I'm writing a book, as I said, (laughs) 45,000 words in two months. (laughs) So my priorities are elsewhere. Uh, However, once that is done, I will be accepting submissions for your story. And you know, if you've listened to this podcast all the way through, that these stories are about the amplification of voices that don't necessarily have a community or a platform but have a story that's important to be told. And I'm not shying away from anything. So if you have a story, there's a submission form that will be coming out. If it's not out by this date, just keep an, keep an eye out on the social media pages and you could submit your story. Uh, that's That's all from me. Oh, the throat chakra is clear. The throat chakra is clear. It's been a long time coming, my loves. And you're probably listening to this going, Holly, that wasn't even that bad, but this is the thing. I can almost guarantee you the words you're holding back from speaking are much worse being held back in your own system. Speak your truth with love, beautiful listener. You've been listening to Soul Talk with Holly as a party. Enjoyed today's ep? Remember to share, subscribe, and leave a little rating if you like what you heard. And join us over on Facebook. Just search Soul Talk with Holly as a Party. Until next time.